Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, and we know what that means. It's Triumph Tuesday. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, AKA, needs to move my microphone over a tad more. Nani Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning. It's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, getting getting glares and already and it's very early in the morning but that's okay so <laughs> triumph tuesday what are we triumphing over well today will be of course my um travel back to connecticut and i'm obviously going to see ryan before i leave so i'm really always real excited to see my son and you know life is good uh, reflections are good and yeah so i'm just kind of going with the flow you're going with the flow. Well, that's always, it's always good to go with the flow. Obviously, I just got the sh shower, so my hair's a tad wet. And a lot of times, you know, we reflect on when we're doing our podcast versus some other, I mean, some other people are very completely done up, you know, gorgeous studio, you know, high, real high-tech, uh, high-end equipment. And we've always promised that we would never change from being authentically us. So I've got a couple appointments today, how to get my shower in after uh, getting some sweat on. And so, yes, I am here. Did a little makeup, not much really lipstick and some some facial stuff and not the, not the app that Zoom has, which I've got to try that still, yeah. But we always wanted to, we made a promise to, our, to each other and to ourselves regarding our audience and our podcast that we'd always, always, always would remain authentically us. So this is authentically us. And, and how many of you can relate to that? Like you, maybe you've got someone coming over, maybe you've got an appointment, an unexpected neighbor, you know, rushing off to school and you didn't have time to like maybe do your hair or your makeup or, you know, you threw on clothes and you realize, oh my God, they, they don't match. Or how many times, so this is one of my favorites, and I and I it, it goes along with triumphing Tuesday because with triumphing we we have to always remember we're human we are perfectly flawed so mishaps do happen I can't tell you how many times I don't know if anyone else can relate to this I've gone out of the house with like two different flip flops two different sneakers you know I, I've had the right and left correct so like kudos to myself for doing that much but if I have a similar pair of sneakers or flip flops and I don't even notice it. I've gone outside to grocery stores or other stores and appointments with shirts inside out. Uh, sometimes I have my, you know, my leggings on or my legging shorts. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, I, you know, you go back to like, you know, adjust your shirt or your feel and you realize, why am I feeling a tag on the outside of my whatever? So, yeah, sometimes it's just not, you know, always perfect or pretty or picturesque. That is what it is. Well, speechy, speaking of picturesque, Ryan brought out a few photos uh, yesterday afternoon and some which were funny. But one of the funny one was a picture of Ryan and myself. <laughs> I assume we were at some type of restaurant and Lordy, I don't know what the hell I was wearing. And that was a major fashion a bizarre thing like what would possess me to wear what I was wearing I don't know and I said oh my god this is horrible he says he said I'm so glad you said that because I thought the same thing when I came upon this picture like what the hell was my mom wearing like it just it's awful true though, when you think about it like 
the changes of our lives, the things that we triumph, where we travel in the road of our own personal journey with our wellness, our health, our fashion, uh, you know, what's in, what's not frequently changes. And it is funny to look at old photos there. Now, ironically that you say that someone made a comment the other day and it's so true is they had gone in shopping and you know, everyone has a favorite store that they go to shopping. And a lot of times now, because of our busy lives, we want something condensed. We want that shopping that's got everything. It's got groceries. If I need to pick up a few groceries, it's got clothes, it's got shoes, it's got school supplies, whatever it may, may be, right? So someone had commented, they've recently gone into Target. Now, a lot of people obviously it's called Target. I've always called it Target as soon as it came out. And I absolutely love that store because there's a nice, it's one of those medium priced type of stores where it's not high end, but it's not uh, full of Chinese uh, merchandise. So you can, you can get usually a decent quality of clothing or cookware, whatever it may be, right? Fashion bags. So someone commented and said, geez, I, I was really, really um, upset. I went into Target and a lot of times they do have the displays and they, they, you know, they have an area where everything kind of matches. They've got an area for like a mother daughter matching area, but then they've got, oh, your this particular outfit goes, you know, these particular leggings go with this cute little top or whatever. So they've got a lot of coordinating type clothing and she went in and it was a fairly new display, but nothing coordinated. Like they didn't have enough of this and have that out. And then she went over to look, oh my God, I was dying. She went over to look at the, I gotta see if I can find that post. She went over to look at the dresses. And uh, I have to tell you what her, her comment was. I, I, I almost died. So she, this is what she writes. Whoever is the buyer for the women in girls clothing section at Target needs to be put in a hefty time out. I know I'm not alone in saying this, but it's laughable at best. We used to love Target Selections Everyday Cute Clothing for running around, which they do have a very good athletic department. Now I'm finding myself spending the better part of an hour looking for the bottom half of most of the shirts they have on display. So a lot of times, like I said, they have these coordinating outfits and you can't find them. Uh, may I also ask why you want us to look like Laura Ingalls? Now, remember Laura Ingalls from The Little House on the Prairie? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the dresses uh, are not too cute. They kind of look pilgrimy looking. You know, the, the golds, the blues, the darker ambers, which I'm not opposed to those colors. I prefer very bright colors. Uh, but I also like soft colors as well. These are bold, but muted looking to a certain degree. But the style, and, you, and, you, and for our viewers that are listening, you're not gonna be able to see this, but those that are watching, look at the styles. Oh my God. They're frumpy. They're, they, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of Laura Ingalls. And she goes on to say, um, it, it, she's just so funny. Uh, I love me a good little house on the prairie episode but this isn't 1978. Are you, secretly, are you secretly recording a Truman Show version of The Village 2 that we don't know about? We are all set with the wallpaper print ruffle dresses. So they, it looks like the old fashioned like wallpaper. <laughs> 
she was this person was spot on by the way but it's so funny and what's even funnier is i love you know the differences here versus you know up north because you'll see like i you know when i'm when i'm up north it's what i'm it's my norm it's my jam it's what i know but here i find it different in the sense of they they don't have the change of season in this part of the state per se they really don't but they they have stores full of winter jackets like i walk in and i sweat like parkas and they've already started that it's like you know because school starts here a little bit earlier than up north so it's back to school and then they, they plunge right into winter clothing i'm like bring back the summer clothing i want summer clothing you know 12 months out of the year what is this just a obviously it makes sense because there are people here that like myself go back up north so maybe if you were originally here or you are you know what they classify as a snowbird and you leave clothes home like i do i leave them all over the place you may have to pick up a jacket or two whatever I'm, i was never a big jacket person even in the winter times i just it's too confining for me but to triumph over the differences of fashion, you know, change of decades with what we're wearing, it's kind of funny to look back. Yeah, there's a lot of looking back with that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I, I think it brings to point that, you know, even with the, you know, when we go through our different decades in life, mm -hmm. um, our lives change, um, our tastes change, Obviously, our fashion sense has certainly changed. Amen to that. But, you know, things change. And how do we deal with those changes? How do we triumph over them? Well, if you're going somewhere where you, like maybe it's a wedding, let's say. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you shouldn't wear white because that's typically what the bride wears. Um, I don't even know so if they follow that rule anymore. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I don't even know if they follow that rule anymore. <laughs> It's funny, I've never seen so many people at weddings that do wear white or cream now. I think it's kind of a mixed bag, that sort of thing. Um, and whoever said, you know, and I think we did uh, a segment on this once, whoever said, oh, you can't wear white after Labor Day, and you can't wear it before Memorial Day. Like, who cares? Just, you know, do what you feel is right for you, obviously. If you are going to a wedding and it's at a really nice, uh, you know, place, uh, hotel or whatever venue, um, <laughs> you probably shouldn't be wearing jeans or in this particular picture, what I was wearing because it was hideous. Um, oh, oh, it was, it was really bad. But how cool is it that you can make fun of yourself? And that's part of the humor and the health and wealth, health and wellness of, of our mindset to be able to look back and, say so what were we thinking well that that's so true and, and as ryan showed me i'm like oh my god what the hell was i thinking and then the next picture of course was one time uh when we had flown up from florida to come to uh connecticut for thanksgiving and <laughs> we had gone out to Puerto vallarta on the burl and turnpike and they have that huge drink in it's like the hugest drink and I forgot the name of it. And Tracy and I would usually share it together. And she says, oh, let's get that drink. I'm like, okay, I'm not driving. Um, Tracy maybe had a couple sips of it. 
I obviously drink more of it than she did. And I, well, let's just say I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> so, you know, we had such a good laugh, you know, it's so good to laugh when, you know, just with things happening, you know, just to kind of let loose and, you know, go back to a time where maybe life was a little simpler, fashion sense wasn't that great, but life was good in many respects. And, and I think um, triumphing over different things in our lives, um, we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit where credit is due and perhaps not be so hard on ourselves. <laughs> Obviously I was hard on myself because trust me, it was hideous. It really was. Well, you know, even with that, you know, it's funny because when I look back, I kind of say the same thing, but I own it. You know, I, my mindset's always been, you know, in that moment, I thought I looked great or I thought I had great choices in, you know, my fashion sense and my future self would probably butt heads with that. But I was, I was just always one of those when it came to fashion, like this is, this is what I'm wearing. This, you know, I think I, I'm in the moment. I look good, but it is funny to, like I said, to go back and there are moments where I think, well, I know I was pretty postured and how I looked, but man, somebody should have hit a, like a bat over my head. <laughs> Shake it up, girlfriend. You look ridiculous. But I love the fact that we can laugh at ourselves and that really provides that sense of how you can triumph over the sillies of our life. When you reflect, when you look back, even journaling, uh, even with creation of words, I find that my writing has, has really, I don't want to say become more philosophical because I, I always felt like a sense of that piece to it, but you know, just even the writing patterns, drawing, even your, your now a lot of people don't even use, uh, they don't even write anymore. They, they, they sign their signature and that's as far as cursive they can get. I still write in cursive. I love writing in cursive. We were blessed with her mom who had great cursive writing. Our oldest uh, sibling has got excellent penmanship. And I mean, my signature, you know, or my my style is, is very much like uh, mom's. Although I do try to recreate dad's and I was pretty good at it back in the day when it came. Oh, everybody good at Poppy's signature. That was an easy one. V, like it just boom. And, you know, sometimes he didn't even know that it wasn't his signature. You have to like look real carefully and say, wait a minute. You know, I, I make the seal tad different or whatever. And sadly he would find out when he would get a phone call from school. Now I'm not, we are not condoning that. Um, but back in the day, those were, you know, the funny things that we did, which now everything's digital. So it wouldn't make a difference one way or another. But, you know, if you needed a note, if you were late for school, or you decided that you needed a siesta day and needed some some self-reflection going, you know, to, I don't know, one of the great beaches in Clinton or wherever we would go. Oh, mm -hmm. what was the name of that beach? Rocky that Neck. Rocky Neck. Rocky Neck was a staple growing up uh, for a day of reflection, siesta, mental break. You know, we needed those things. So frequently we would have to use daddy's signature on that and speaking of daddy we we're, we're going to talk briefly about this because we are approaching uh we'll do more of a, a memorial type thing when when it is on that date or the day after whatever however we decide to do it we sometimes we never know what we're going to chat about but 
the one thing I do love, and I am not a big component, I love social media. I think I have a love-hate relationship with social media because it can be used for so much good, for information, for connecting people. And then you have the whole censorship thing that most of them do or all of them do one way or another. And they do it. We know they do it. So I, that's my kind of love-hate relationship. But what I do absolutely love about it, uh, in particular, uh, Facebook, is they do have memories. And you can go back, it goes back to, I think, almost as far as you've been on Facebook, I think, because I'll get, they'll say one year, two year, three year, I mean, it goes up to like over 10 plus years. So I find it interesting uh, reflecting that way, because usually something that you're sharing is of importance to you at that moment. It could be you're sharing another memory, it could be a celebration. Uh, there's so many avenues that when they come up again, that memory of you posting, it comes up. And I think it's also cool, you know, you can see your reflection like a year ago and how much either it's your mindset is the same or your, uh, your, your posture in that belief and it's still the same or, you know, whatever it may be. So obviously the last uh, 10 days, I've been really reflecting on the uh, pictures that we shared during uh, our dad's last, uh, you know, week plus on this earth. And we, you know, we've talked about this many times and we're going to go in more depth about it, how we actually witnessed him being received into the Lord. And a lot, we've gotten a lot of questions on that. Well, what, what did that mean? Did you see like, you know, this angel come down and get him and whatnot? And we'll go into more, more details about it, but it truly was a miracle what we witnessed. But it's so funny when you really do, uh, especially if your loved one is connected uh, with hospice or whatever, or you start reading up on you know, the whole death experience and or, you know, what can you do for that loved one? And hospice, let me tell you, is amazing. Uh, it's not just for uh, um, end of life care, it's for palliative care. So, so please reach out if you've got a question on that. But they provide you with a lot of great information. And this is, you know, not the first time that I've been uh, in this situation where I was with someone that passed away. Obviously, it was different because it was our dad and, and the care that, that we took with him. But you do see, and you'll frequently read about it, but to witness it is things. So they do say, as that person gets closer to the end of their life, you will see them detached. And I witnessed it once before with Aunt Pat. You will see them detach from worldly things. Now, what I mean by worldly things is uh, material things, um, engagement, conversation. They do respect, it's not that they don't respond and they will interject, but it's more like you're asking them and then they give the, the answer. And it's almost like, and I don't wanna use the word interview, but it's very matter of fact. Um, you don't see, you'll see glimpses of, uh, you know, maybe a laugh or, whatever but it, as each day progresses you really do see the physical changes of a loved one going from being present in the moment on earth and getting really prepared and they don't realize that they're even doing it at least everything that i've read tells me that maybe subconsciously they probably do but as we're talking you know when you're in that kind of mindset no you wouldn't know that all of a sudden you're, you're changing so it's a gradual change but with the reflections of Facebook, and our dad had the most gorgeous, and I'm, I'm blessed that I've got his blue eyes, he, more, most gorgeous blue eyes. He got his blue eyes from his daddy. I got my blue eyes from my daddy. 
and uh, you could really see the crystal crispness, you know, slowly um, change color, as well as obviously the obvious changes where the color obviously is not getting the movement, the blood's not flowing, so his color is getting different, but it was more the expression, uh, his smile, his eyes. Um, while he still smiled, it was, uh, it was more faint. Uh, he didn't have that crisp of life uh, in his demeanor anymore. So that's one of the things that I've noticed. Now, obviously, we were part of it, and we didn't even think about that piece to it when you're actually living it, because we're obviously our minds were on other things. So it, it really just solidified uh, how good the goodness of hospice and how they prepare you and the information that they give you, even if you don't really get it at the time when you reflect back when you triumph over getting through that first year because we talked about that too you know anytime you lose a loved one and you know their birthday comes up all the first holidays uh and then actually their their anniversary if you want to call it that of, of their passing so there's all this reflection that goes into it and we truly have been blessed that we've been able to share that journey throughout and we have so much more to share about that Yes, we do. And it's on a triumph Tuesday, you know, what could be better than, you know, having those memories pop up and the joy though, that it brought our dad, you know, to see his cousins, to see his nieces and nephews, to see his family, his grandchildren, his great grandchildren. He just, he loved every minute of it. And he, and enjoyed it he, and I have such comfort in that. So that was such a beautiful thing for sure. Ah, so what are you triumphal over? What are you going to triumph over today? That was a tongue twister. Ah, it's a little chilly down here. I know that, you know, it, it's so funny with that, with the weather, um, you go outside, it's nice and warm, but where I am, it's, you know, crispy cold. So I just had that shiver come through me. Seasons change. And I think that's where we're, we're going with that. And we know what's next is the autumn leaves. And uh, that's, yes. got special, that's got special meaning to us with our parents as well. So, you know, today is one of those days where you want to make sure that, you know, even if you're reflecting on your journey, reflect on your journey as, as, as really as recent as last week, what has changed that you triumphed over? What divots, pivots, derailments did you find yourself like crawling out? Uh, mine was uh, actually, <laughs> mine's a funny one. And it was actually Sunday. Uh, I went to the beach with a bunch of friends and the water was beautiful but they had a really, really bad uh, undertow and, and just the, the, the turning and churning of the ocean. And literally, I think we were in like, you know, three, four, five inches of water at times, it seemed like two inches. But the way that the current and, every, and the undertow was working, literally, it was like we were uh, sinking in quicksand. And we were just, you know, giggling and laughing and just one wave after another was crashing and we could not get out of our own way. And we had a bunch of friends that were on the beach, just you could see them laughing and they were like frozen. They could not. I said, we're gonna, we're gonna drown out here. We're gonna be drowning in two inches of water because we just, we kept tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. Uh, and it happened, it seemed like it was probably longer than it was. It was a few minutes though. 
And we literally had to crawl out of the ocean on our hands and knees. There was like no other way to do it. And we're giggling and laughing. When I tell you it was a full body scrub of shells and sand in every part of our body, it was a sight to see. But we triumphed over getting out because when you're in that like moment of, you know, uncertainty, and it was uncertain at times, you know, because you're tossing, literally we were tossing in the ocean, being pulled out and trying to get back in. But the problem was as serious as the situation could have been, we were laughing, which was not a, was not good to do because we just couldn't get our grip. Like I even had water shoes on and I could not get my grip in the ocean to stand up properly. So we provided entertainment. We triumphed over that we didn't drown. And uh, we managed to get our, our bodies out of that chaos. So and it was and it was funny. And there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. So and wrapping up, you know, Triumph Tuesday, triumph over those little things as well. It doesn't have to be a monument, a monumentous type of task. Keep on task, have your goal in sight, and remember, you are the one that can triumph over big, small adversity, whatever comes your way. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two. So this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, live, wet head and all, getting ready to, to got to get a couple errands done, but try them over today, even if it's something little, and actually jot it down, because next week when you reflect on it, you're like, oh, I really did do that. Kudos to me, and we want kudos to you. You guys have a great, great Triumph Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Safe travels, Jan, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye.